Hey there, Degenerates. Welcome back to Hold the Line, your sports gambling podcast. It's been a little while. I've missed you. I'm not going to lie. Uh, my heart's had a hole in it, and it's because I haven't had my typical gambling fix with my Hold the Line podcast. And I want to just go ahead and, and apologize to the fans out there. And I know you guys have been listening because we see the stats that you've been waiting and watching. Uh, we've taken a little break on Hold the Line I went overseas, spent some time in Italy, got back to my roots, and uh, now we're back. So I'm excited to go. We've got True in the studio. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? He's excited to go. Uh, so we're ready. Now, it's obviously not the greatest time of year for sports. Um, NBA is already over. NHL is already over. Uh, obviously, there's not much going on with the NFL. Except for Janoris Jenkins. Yeah, is that the dude with the, uh, the dead, dead body dead in his body? house? And fortunately for him, he's in Florida. He's yeah. not allowed to come back. And uh, within like 12 hours, they also found a dead body at, I believe it was the Astros, uh, in, the, in like a freezer. Did you hear about that? No, I haven't. That's a lot of weird shit that's yeah. happening. Um, but Janoris is Jenkins' brother. He's got some explaining to do. Yeah, he does. he got some explaining to do. Aggravated yeah. manslaughter. Dumbass. Police ID body of man found in freezer at SunTrust Park wild dude just a lot of weird stuff going on but on the brighter side we've got world cup soccer we can talk a little bit nba free agency and the mlb is always going on so there's that too a little bit of golf going on i believe too but uh true welcome how how you feeling man feeling good i mean this is kind of the part of the year where there's not really a lot of good sporting action going on but at least we got the world cup for the next couple of weeks we got the British Open coming up at the end of July, and then we're only a couple weeks away from preseason football, so we can get to the, uh, the most important sport of the year. Yeah, I wonder how my Hamilton Tiger Cats are doing, Johnny Manziel. Uh, like I said, I've been out of the loop for the last couple of weeks, uh, living internationally, uh, so I'm going to be playing a little catch-up here, but we're going we're gonna to still have some fun. We're going to talk some sports. So you mentioned the World Cup, True. Uh, we are already into the round of 16. So what are your thoughts from uh, what we've seen and, and what's, what's happening now? Yeah, i got to think a lot of people in the U.S. don't really give a shit since we didn't qualify. I'm also Italian, so Italy not being in the World Cup has not given me a lot of... It's an all-Italian episode today. Yes, it is. And, you know, I really haven't been too intrigued. But now, now I am. Now we're down to the, the 16 teams that are going to be playing for the uh, the World Cup championship over in Russia. And one side of the bracket is pretty fucking stacked from what it looks like. And the other side, not so much, at least from you know what the experts have been telling me. I'm no expert when it comes to World Cup soccer, but I would love to challenge some of you experts in picking what will happen in the, the final 16 games or final 16 teams. Yeah, our soccer expert, Knox, is not in the studio today. Maybe we can uh, reach him remotely later on, but... For now, uh, we're just we're gonna make some picks, and uh, we'll see what Knox has to say later on. We'll put our picks up against Knox Locks and, and see where it goes. So where where's where's your head at? You know, I, I I did some picking throughout the group stage with a couple of people. I did not fare very well, so I've decided to go with a lot of upsets. I, I think this is the year where there's gonna be a lot of strange things happening. I've got on the left side of the bracket, I'm picking Uruguay over Portugal, France over Argentina, Brazil and Belgium on that side. And then moving on to the right side, I got Spain, Denmark, Sweden, and England. And then in my final four, I'm going to go 
kind of out on a limb here. I'm going to take Uruguay against Belgium, Spain against England. And then in my championship round, I've got Belgium against Spain. And because they're one of my favorite international beers, I'm, I'm going to take Belgium to win this all. And it's based on the fact that I love their beers more than anybody else's. I'm a little stunned, I think, as everybody is, that Germany's not in the round of 16. Yeah, absolutely. I think they were the overwhelming favorites, or at least one of the top two or three teams to be the favorite to win this World Cup. Brazil and Argentina, they have top-tier players, but they didn't really impress a lot of people, from what I understand. And I know Portugal has the best player in the world, but I think they're just going to go down in the first round. They're going to be you know, that team that Virginia loses to in the first round and get knocked out by Uruguay. And then I think England will win the, uh, the consolation prize, the third place game over Uruguay. So those are my picks. I'm going to stick to them. No changes needed here. So you've got Belgium, then Spain, followed by England and Uruguay as the top, those, top four. Yep, those are my top four in order. Okay. Uh, I'm, I, I like that uh, you, know, you went out there on a limb on some of those picks. I'm going to go ahead and I think, I think I'm going to pick my winner, Hmm. It's tough to say. This is this is a good World Cup so far. The games that I've seen have all been amazing games. I don't know if you've been watching. Every goal that I see scored looks impressive, and the more I see some of these on replay, like Belgium's over England earlier today, I thought was was pretty sweet. Uh, I mean, there've been many others that I can't necessarily recall off the top of my head, but a lot of flopping too. I mean, I'm sure that that's, that's what soccer's yeah, known for. It's yeah. known for the the pussy flop. I mean, they're the biggest babies, and then you know they look like their leg fell off, and they're back up four seconds later when they don't get the call. So yeah. I like that the refs let them play. I think they should let them play a little bit more. That's just my opinion. Yeah, uh, I, I can agree with that. A lot of flopping, and that's no good for anybody. But all right, anyway, I think that uh, I think it's going to be a tough first round. But if Brazil is able to come out on top of Mexico, I think Brazil's going all the way. Um, number one, they just have the hottest fans. I don't know if you've seen some of the close-ups that they do during the I, tournament. No, I don't. But, uh, I know they've got one of the, the, the premier players in the world, mm -hmm. Neymar, but uh, my boss is from Brazil, and I just can't root for his uh, team. A little uh, bias there. So, Well, I have them beating Mexico, but yeah. I want them to go down to the, uh, the world-renowned Belgian beer makers. So... I, I stick with the small country from Europe. I see them meeting Belgium in the corner finals. I don't the corner see, finals, quarter finals. Okay, right. the finals in the quarter. Uh -huh. uh, I see them them beating Belgium and at least getting to the semis. Um, Uruguay, Portugal. That's going to be a great matchup. Uh, I'll agree with you on Uruguay just because why not? It's the best name of any of it these is. It's a sweet countries. name. And Portugal. I mean, they've got the best player in the world. They're probably going to win, but. Go big or go home. I don't want it. If I'm not winning, I'm fine with getting last. Yeah. Well, soccer's a team game, so. I'm in a competition between one another and our experts that are going to be making picks here in the next yeah. day or so before the round of 16 gets Knox is probably going to tear us apart, but. You know, let him, okay. let him do He's it. That's here. okay. He, uh, he had his opinion on me not picking Ricky Fowler. And, you know, Knox, I wanted to go Ricky Fowler in the U.S. Open, and I did. He was one of my picks. I didn't want to pick him every week. Did not fare very well in day three. He sucked it up. Worst round in a major in his career. Yeah. 84. So, unfortunate, but we'll get back to the subject at hand here. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with France over Argentina. Uh, let's go. Let's take Spain over Russia. It's a good pick. I 
think Croatia is going to beat Denmark. Sweden, I think, is going to pull an upset over Switzerland. I'm liking the Swedes. And, man, I want to pick Colombia over England so bad. As long as they don't have an own goal like they did in 94, I believe it was. <laughs> They but, won't have the same shit happen. But I'm going to go ahead and, and Eng- I think England's going to win. Just because just I, I love Colombia, but I think England's going to win. Um, let's see. Yeah, I think eventually my champion's going to be Brazil. And that's that's where I'm going to keep it at for now. I'll, uh, I'll play the, this pick'em game with Knox later on because I know he's going to want to talk about World Cup. So I, I'm glad that you came on and gave us your picks. I'm going to hold back on a few of mine just because... All right, just get him in by Saturday. Just get him in by Saturday. I'm sure. I'm sure Knox and I will talk by then. Uh, if he doesn't call me later, we'll see. So that's World Cup. Uh, I know that that's not your expertise. Where you really thrive at is golf. So I know there's a tournament going on right now. Give us a little rundown with the golf tournament. Let us know what's going on. Yeah, we're uh, we're in between big major tournaments. We just had the U.S. Open a couple of weeks ago. We've got the British Open in the back half of July. So we've got sort of a smaller tournament here this week. The Quicken Loans National played in Maryland. And I think next week when we play the tournament in Greenbrier in West Virginia, that'll that'll bring out some some bigger names. But Tiger Woods is in this tournament, uh, as well as a couple other top 15 players in the world, Ricky Fowler and Mark Leishman. If you have picked a FanDuel lineup like I have, if you pick any of those three players, you are not faring well to start. None of them are in the top 10 in the tournament. Ricky Fowler is plus one for the day. And the cut line to start tomorrow will be at even par, but we'll probably move to minus one or minus two just based on the number of participants as well as kind of where the, how many people are at a certain position. But again, you know, my lineup that I picked on Tuesday, I did pick Fowler, Kyle Stanley, who is the defending champ in this tournament. He's been playing lights out of late. He, uh, he finished in the top 15 last week. Brian Gay, who's a great value pick, especially if you're looking to play the Saturday-Sunday sun- lineups, Brian Gay, especially if he makes the tournament, He's he's gonna put up he's gonna put up a lot of birdies. He might put up some bogeys. He might have a bad day. He might end up at even par for that day. But it's not about where they finish. It's about how many birdies and eagles they get over you know the number of pars. So you're looking for people to score on holes, even if it's birdie, bogey, birdie, bogey. That's that's better than par, 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 birdie. So again, I've got those three. Ollie Schneiderjens, the only guy in the PGA who I know that doesn't wear a hat. You got to pick him. Bill Haas and Kevin Tway, who's who's finished in the top ten or top 25, I'm sorry, in three of the last uh, five tournaments he's played in. So those are my six guys. I'm going to stick with them. I'm going to do a Saturday-Sunday lineup as well, just because Ricky Fowler and Kyle Stanley have not been faring well so far, and I am, uh, I'm in the bottom half of my uh, pool so far this week. But expect that to change with those guys. I expect them to do better tomorrow and both make the cut. Okay. Um, not going to lie, I don't have much to add. I think Brian Gay is going to do something because... His name's funny. And, about, you know, he, he would be a huge underdog. I don't know what the line would be for him, but he was one of the lowest-valued people on FanDuel. So his uh, his line, if you were to pick him, was, would probably be at least 100-1 to 1 odds. Mm-hmm. So he would be some guy to keep an eye out. I, honestly, I don't think he'll win, but especially in a FanDuel or DraftKings-type lineup, he's definitely somebody that I would put my money on. And I have the last couple of tournaments that he's participated in, and he's fared pretty well. Okay. Who do you think takes it home? Well, I mean, I honestly, I thought Ricky Fowler or Kyle Stanley would be one of the guys that would take it home, but Billy Horschel is probably the guy that, that played really well today who's one of the better golfers. A lot of these other guys, they're, 
they play a lot of tournaments. They don't make a lot of cuts. He's probably one of the better players. I, I, you know what? I take that back. I'm going to go with our homeland man, Francisco Molinari. Okay. He shot a three under today. He's tied for 10th with Brian Gay. He wins tournaments. He won a big tournament over in Europe about a month ago. So I, I think I think he can be one of those guys that, that can that can win the, uh, the tournament this week. So, you know, I take Billy Horschel out of it, even though he's ahead of Molinari right now. I take Molinari. Okay. Go Italy. Go Italy. Go spaghetti. Like I said, I've been there uh, the last couple of weeks, so I'm I'm all about Italy right now, so that is right up my alley. So I'm right there with you rooting for Molinari. So let's uh let's let's go through this uh mlb slate of picks for tomorrow it's too late for us to pick any games today but let's make some picks for tomorrow um and then we'll get kind of into what i'm looking forward to is talking about some nba free agency me too me too so there's a lot of games going on tomorrow we've got twins cubs uh you liking anybody more than the other in this game the Twins are a projected favorite right now. They're minus 109. Cubs are at home. I like the Cubs in this one. Yeah. How could you not? Cubs at home. Uh, I know Twins have a decent pitcher on the mound, but, man, the Twins just aren't a good team. So. Yeah, it's fun to root for the Cubs, you know, after they won the World Series a few years ago. Even, you know, before, it's just like you felt bad for them. And, and I'm not trying to jump on a bandwagon of any sort. I'm a Braves fan um, in and out, but I'm not really a big baseball fan, so I don't I don't normally pay attention until... September 29th, September 30th, when the end of the season comes. So, but I, but I do like the Cubs. They, they have a great atmosphere in uh, Chicago to go watch games, and, and that's what I like about them, more so than the team itself. So, for that reason only, Cubs. All right, well, I'm, I'm picking Cubs because they're home dogs, and... That's a good reason, a good, to, that's yeah. a good reason to, to take somebody, <laughs> for sure. And they're, uh, they're, they're a good team, so um, I'm taking Cubs over Twins. Uh, I say there's not that many games. Well, no, there's more games than I thought. Never mind. There's 15. Okay. You want to run through the whole slate? I've got 12 marked down here, so yeah, that's fine. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, Angels-Orioles. I'm going to take the Angels, big favorites, even though they're on the road. The Orioles are one of the worst teams in Major League, so I'm going Angels. I have pretty much banned myself from picking the Orioles ever again uh, based on an earlier pick this season, so I'm going to go with the Angels as well. Sox-Yankees. So I'm going to visit my in-laws tomorrow. Big Boston fans. I'm rooting for the Yankees for that reason only. <laughs> also, they got CC Sabathia on the mound. They're at home. They might not win the series, but you know, I think the Yankees. I think the Yankees will pull this one out. Well, Yankees are projected to win. I like the Sox in this one, uh, so we're going to go on opposite sides here. CC's not. I mean, he hasn't been the pitcher that he was for a long time, but he's been he's been passable. He's he's been about a 500 pitcher for a little while. I don't think he's going to hold up against that Red Sox lineup. I'm going Sox. I do love Mookie bets, so if the Sox end up winning this, I hope Mookie hits a couple of home runs. Just a, a quick aside. Uh, one day, True and I were, were drinking some beers over his house. and or uh, Sorry, we were, at yeah. the, uh, we were at your house or yeah. we were at the Goat? Yeah, we were at the house. At the house? Okay. And then we... We were going. We exchanged to the, drinks at the goat yeah. afterwards. So we were we were on our way to the goat, which is the local bar over here. And uh, he said, "If Mookie Betts hits a grand slam, you're buying the first round." And I said, "Okay." Lo and behold, Mookie, Mookie Betts, Betts hit a motherfucking grand slam. So ever since, we have both just been fans of Mookie Betts. I couldn't well, even. That's be a mad sweet name. Yeah. I love Mookie. That's a great name. Yeah, Betts. I mean, come on. That's yeah. what we're all and about. That's here. what I did. You know. That's what we we're all about here. So I. We're, we're both huge fans of Mookie Betts ever since that day. Even though I lost that bet, 
uh, I, I gotta respect the man for just coming out and hitting a fucking grand slam. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Nats fills. I'm gonna take the home team here. I don't really have an opinion. They're both division rivals yeah. of the Braves. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take the Phillies just because they're the home team. Like I said, I'm a little out of the loop, so I'm playing some catch-up here just because I've been gone for a couple of weeks. Uh, as far as my knowledge goes, it seems like the Nats have been on kind of a downslide recently. Um, so I'm going to go with the Phillies. I mean, I'm, I'm much more of a Nats fan than a Phillies fan. lived in D.C. for a while, but I know Knox is going to be happy because he loves anything Philadelphia. So I'm going with the Phillies here. Uh, Nats just haven't been putting up recently, and I think the Phillies are able to take advantage at home. And it's a it's a pretty close game, pretty close uh, pretty close line. Uh, Tigers Blue Jays. Let's go with the Blue Jays. I don't I don't see anything in the Tigers that that makes me want to pick them. I think Blue Blue Jays are overwhelming favorites. Yeah, I was I gonna got, say Blue, Blue Jays, Jays are heavy home. favorites. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take the Tigers on this one. I, I like the uh, the dog mentality. I think the Tigers are not a great team, but I think that they this is a winnable game for them. Toronto is not putting out. That that good of a pitcher. Yeah. Toronto's not putting out that good of a pitcher. It's not a long trip from Detroit to Toronto. So really, I mean, is it that much of an away game? I don't think so. Yeah, so that's a good point. I'm going Tigers. Okay. Nice to see we're on the opposite side of a few of these games. Yeah. Brewers-Reds. I'm taking the home team here. Going in-state, go Reds, screw the Brewers. I'm taking there's, the- nothing, there's nothing positive about Milwaukee, except Jabari Parker. Reds have had a little bit of success recently. Yeah, they're, um, they're inching their way out of just ir- irrelevance. Yeah, they're they're still not good by any means. No, um, I don't think either of these teams are right. The Brewers are forty six and thirty three, so they're not. Okay. They're not uh, that's, terrible. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. They're not terrible. Um, Maybe I read the wrong team. I'm going with Milwaukee. I I think Cincinnati's success is unsustainable. They it probably were, is. They yeah. were one of the worst teams for a while, and they've had a little bit of success, but I don't think they're going to keep it up. Uh, Nets, or sorry, Mets, Marlins. To me, it seems like a coin flip game. It looks like the Mets are, are heavy favorites with DeGrom on the mound. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and just take the Marlins. Yeah. Because it just sounds fun. So here's the thing with the Mets. They've got... They underachieve. Yeah, they've got two really good starting pitchers. And DeGrom's what, 8-5? and five? Isn't he one of their top-tier pitchers? Yeah. And and, and then they've got a heaping pile of hot garbage surrounding those two really good pitchers. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going with the Marlins. It doesn't matter how good Degrom pitches. The Mets aren't going to score any runs. Their closer, or I mean, sorry, their uh, bullpen isn't going to hold up any leads. So I'm going Marlins. I'm, I'm with you on this one. I like it. I like the upset pick, the big upset pick too. Plus the home, like home dogs. I mean, come on. And plus one sixty five. Yeah. I mean, that's that's yeah. pretty good odds there. That's that's good value. That's your that's your value pick for the day right there. Is the Marlins at home plus one sixty five? Take that to the bank. Yeah. I know Knox isn't here to do a Knox locks. That's a fucking Frank lock right there. I like Cubs over Twins at plus one hundred nine as well. Not a not a big not a, a big, big line. Not like the Marlins Mets, but. Yeah, it's, it's still a home dog. You're still you're you know you're making money, and that's what it's all about here at Hold the Line is making money. Uh, Astros Rays. I'm gonna go with the uh, defending World Series champs. I like I like their chances. Yeah, I I, I don't like disagree. This is this is a heavy favorite situation. I have no confidence in the Rays. I wouldn't even really touch this game, but since we're doing the whole gambit, might as well. I, I would put the I would definitely pick the Astros. Not much to say there. Uh, Sox Rangers. 
I'm going to take the Rangers here. Home team, favorite, better pitcher, going Rangers. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. Uh, neither team is great, but the Sox are uh, just atrocious. Um, they're not a good away team. They're not a good team in general. Uh, so I'm, I'm with you with the Rangers. Braves cards. Well, I hate the Cardinals. If there's any baseball team that I hate, it's the freaking Cardinals. And I'm not picking against my team. I will. Road dogs, but yeah, Tehran's on the mound. I'm going to go ahead and, and take him, even though the pitcher for the Cardinals is 8-2, Mikolos. Yeah, so, Julio's not great. He hasn't had a good season. Uh, yeah, I agree. He, he's been he's been subpar for sure, but you know maybe he's the one that put that body in the freezer. So. Fuck. I, well, let's put odds on that. Uh, yeah. Actually, I think it was like a contractor or something. I, I, I was reading the article earlier, and I got distracted at work, but, but anyway. Uh Cards for me. You're taking Braves? Yes, sir. Okay. Giants, Diamondbacks. D-backs all the way. D-backs or D-backs? D-backs. They were the best team in Major League early in the season. I know they're not now, but they're still a quality team. Yeah. In and out, so I'm, I'm going to take them over the Giants tomorrow. Giants are not a good not a good away team, so I'm with you there, D-backs. Indians, Athletics. So I'm going to preface this by saying I love to root against my friends. Most of my friends are Cleveland fans. I'm not a Cleveland fan in any aspect. I like LeBron James as a player, but if he's playing for Cleveland Cavs, I am not rooting for him or them. I'm going athletics. Okay, well, I will preface this with I am a native Clevelander, uh, so obviously I am the complete opposite. I love most Cleveland teams. Uh, I, I do love the Browns, but that's another story for another day. we got to get a Twitter poll out there real quick. Uh, for the Cleveland Browns over-under win losses for the season, I've got a big bet with a buddy. Five and a half, I'm taking the under. He's taking the over. So want to see what everybody's thoughts are on that. Sorry, go back to the baseball. Yeah, no, it's okay. Uh, just, I mean, a, a self-deprecating story here. Uh, we, <laughs> we had a, uh, what was it, three and a half over-under for the Browns wins we, last year? It was year. four and a half was last it year. Half? It, okay. did, it doesn't matter, obviously. Doesn't matter, yeah. Uh, and I, I, I thought it was three and a half. Whatever. Either way, I took the over. And yeah. It, it, Irrelevant because they, they ended up with the goose egg. Wins, but so I am not the friend in this case. I am staying as far away from the Browns as possible. This I've is, learned my lesson. This is my last year of betting negatively against the Browns. I think they are on the uptick. I do not think they are a six or more win team. Jarvis Landry is good. Jim Tan Landry. Yeah, that was my team name <laughs> in one of my leagues. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, their quarterback situation is still – it's okay. It's not great. It's it's improved. Yeah, it's, it's definitely improved. But Tyra Taylor is good, but he overthrows a lot of receivers. I mean, if you overthrow Sammy Watkins, I, I consider him a pretty fast wide receiver when he is playing. I, I think Josh Gordon – unfortunately, I just think there's going to be a lot of issues just with – just not being there when, when the ball gets there or the ball being overthrown. I just don't see that team gelling enough to win six games. And they, they missed on their draft pick. They should have gone defensive end. The Broncos took that guy. and they're, They only got a half chub. They could have had a full chub. Yep, that's true. And, you know, Broncos play the, uh, the Browns later this season. I think it's going to come back to bite them in the ass. I could be wrong, but we'll see. I Listen, if I were a bet man, and I am, <laughs> I'm, I would go ahead and bet that we will have a full – Browns podcast sometime around Hard Knocks season. So hey, I'm when gonna, does that air? Is that early August? 
I don't know. Off the top of my head, I don't know. Um, I can look it up real quick, though. We need a we need a stat guy. We're not. We need yeah. We're uh, we're short staffed. Yeah, we're short most it, weeks. It's it's a little late in the day today. Uh, we've been well. I've been drinking wine. It's because it's Wine Thursday. I don't. Uh, so do we only do happy hour when I show up to this? Because I've only been on this two or three times, and I've been doing happy hour every time. Yeah, normally we do it like immediately after work. Yeah. So it's like five That's o'clock happy hour exactly, uh, which would be the beginning of happy hour. But when the only two times you've been on, it's been the end early of happy evening. Hour. Yeah. yeah. So. so. Anyway, uh, Hard Knock season will start on August 7th at 10 p.m., so mark your calendars. So probably just after the, uh, or maybe just before the uh, Hall of Fame game. Yeah. Because that should be that weekend as well. Mm -hmm. So that's good stuff. Anyway, uh, so Indians Athletics, they're playing in Oakland. I don't like the travel, but I do like Trevor Bauer. He's had an incredible season, a career year for him. So I'm going to go with the Indians. I know you're going with Oakland. Uh, Indians are heavy favorites, too. I, I don't like picking heavy favorites either, but it, it's fine. It's fine. Indians over athletics. I wouldn't, to be honest with you, I wouldn't bet this game. We're just picking all the games. I wouldn't bet this game. I'd stay, stay away from it, but that's, if I gun in my head, I'm picking Indians. Royals, Mariners. I'm going to go Royals. I, I didn't look at these last three games, so I don't really have anything to go off of. I'm just going, I'm just going Royals. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, now that I've would, seen that there are 30 that games say. under 500, I take that back. Now that I gave you the monitor. For I see second. Mariners at home, significantly better pitcher, minus 210. Yeah, I'm going to take Seattle. Yeah, good choice. Thank way you. To, Thank you. Way to turn that around. Uh, I am picking Seattle as well. Again, heavy favorites. I would stay away from this game. That's probably why you didn't look at it in the first place, because what's the point? Uh I couldn't take any more notes on my bad yeah, year, so it's fine. Uh, but yeah, picking Mariners if I had to pick. Uh, Rockies, Dodgers. I'm going Dodgers, the home team. Just like the Dodgers. I, I thought that they would be back in the World Series this year. They didn't start out the season very well, but I think they're trending upwards, and I think they'll be in the postseason. I think they'll probably be back in the World Series. So I'm going to take the Dodgers over yeah. the Rockies. Dodgers definitely have underachieved this year. They are getting better but I still think they are being overvalued. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't pick them. I would, I would pick with the, the Rockies. I would take that plus 155 and run with it. Uh, Pirates-Padres. Well, far East Coast team versus the far West Coast team. I'm going to take the home team here, a team that doesn't have to travel. I'm going to go with the Padres. Yeah, right now there isn't any line for this game, unfortunately. So No line. I take the home team, especially yeah. if the teams are pretty even. I would take... Uh, San Diego as well. Pittsburgh, uh, they don't travel well. They aren't better than a 500 squad anyway. Padres, mm, not any better, but I don't like the travel. And I, I, I just, I don't know. I just, yeah, no, I, I don't disagree. And I'm actually traveling through the East Coast here for the next couple of weeks. I'm going to take in a couple of, of games in the major league, so I'll be in Fenway Park and I'll be at PNC Park to see the, the Red Sox and the Rangers and the Pirates play uh, against the Brewers, I believe. So, be able to take in the sights, kind of get an idea of how those teams are performing live mm -hmm. and uh, check out the cool stadiums in both locations. So yeah, be a fun time. that's but, great. That's one of the things I love about Hold the Line is we have a lot of uh, appeal to different areas of the country. So, we've got a, you know, a lot of uh, podcasters from Seattle, from Baltimore, from everywhere, and a lot of us travel 
frequently. So when we travel to these locations to give you in-depth analysis associated with the events that are going on in those areas. Absolutely. 110%. For, by the working man, for the working man. Let's fucking go. All right, so MLB's over. We talked a little World Cup. We'll get way more in-depth with that with Knox. That's going to be uh, definitely his bread and butter when he gets back on Hold the Line. Let's talk a little NBA. Yeah, let's do it. Let, let's, let's energize this crowd yeah. a little bit. The baseball picks could have been, you know... Not the greatest. They got some boring games on tomorrow. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Let's talk about the big free agency season. We got LBJ. Kawhi could potentially be moving somewhere. Got the, the PG13 experience. Yeah. And a couple other uh, premier players like Demarcus Cousins and company. So, initial thoughts. I mean, we we just had the draft. Yeah. Free agency opens what? Friday? No, it's, well, Friday is when they can opt in or out. Yeah, right? it's, uh, it might be like this second, the second weekend technically in July. However, I will say that the draft, it was okay. I, I wasn't super impressed. I, the expected pick to go number one overall, DeAndre Hayden, he went number one overall. I thought the Kings made the right move at number two. There was a year when James Harden went number two and everybody thought he should have gone number three. The Thunder were right. Everybody else was wrong. And I, I feel the same way about what the Kings did in their draft, taking Marvin Bagley Jr. This kid is the real deal. Worst case scenario, he's going to be a Justice Winslow for the Miami Heat, where he puts up you know, 20, 25 minutes a game, puts up 8 or 10 points, 5 or 6 rebounds, a couple of assists, maybe a steal. But I expect him to be much more than that. And the Kings also took another Duke player. And I think they're just stacking up on, on quality one-and-done players. And I think the Kings are on the uptick. And I did say this earlier, I hate Cleveland teams only because I like to root against my friends. However, Colin Sexton, I think, is an amazing pick. He's a great guard with a ton of upside. If you saw the Alabama-Villanova game in the NCAA tournament, you probably didn't see a guy who, who looked really all that impressive. However, I think he knew what he was getting himself into. He was on a subpar team that overachieved made it to the tournament, and they got to the second round, and they, they went up against the eventual champions uh, in the, the NCAA tournament. And at the end of the day, I think the Cavs made as good of a pick as they possibly could to potentially sway LeBron James into staying in free agency. The other big key now is going to be who else can they pick up in free agency. And I don't know if LeBron's willing to continue to take pay cuts to play with superstars, especially in his hometown. He did in Miami to... Win championships, but he's got the three. I don't know if he's going to do it in Cleveland and potentially try to sway Kawhi or, or PG. I don't, I don't think either of those guys are going to be there. Well, And I don't think LeBron will be there either. Historically, LeBron hasn't taken pay cuts. He's wanted to be the... And what I meant by pay cut is when, when he went to Miami, he took the lesser of the money. Dwayne Wade was the guy who made the money between yeah. the three of them when, he went to, when they all were in Miami together. I guess that's what I meant by it. He didn't necessarily take... A downgraded pay, but yeah. you always take a pay cut in theory when you leave the team yeah, that you're on to you go to someone else. Correct. So, yeah. right. So, I mean, he wasn't the guy making the most money, but he was the guy in Miami, even though you know Dwayne Wade was the, the town. Right. Yeah. Um, so, just a a, a quick uh, info nugget: free agency starts on the first of July. So sure. we're a couple of days yeah. of free agency. Apologies, we're, that's bad that we didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, well, my excuse is I've been out of the country. so I don't My know. excuse is I'm already on vacation <laughs> in my head. So. Yeah, Trude's going on vacation tomorrow, so uh, 
we're, we're it's it's that time of year. There's not a whole lot going on sports wise. People are taking vacations, so if we're uh, if we're a little inconsistent with the podcast we're putting out, I do apologize. I can guarantee you this though. Come August, come September, when we're getting into the beginnings of the NFL season, we will be there. I cannot wait for that. I cannot wait for the NFL season to start. Yeah, it'll be great for college to start during the uh, the Labor Day weekend, even a couple of games before yeah. with some lesser teams. But I've already got tickets to, to Oregon State, Ohio State, yeah, right? Yeah. So that'll be a fun game to go to. Probably not much you need to watch. No, but, but it will be. I mean, opening day. That's the start of football you. season, yeah. and the NFL starts a little bit earlier normally too, mm-hmm. just just based on how the calendar kind of fell. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so LeBron James. Uh, Every sports outlet is talking about this. Where does LeBron head? I believe Vegas has L.A. as the favorites right now. L.A. is the favorites. The Cavs are second. Mm -hmm. I would like to see him go to a team other than either of those teams. Honestly, I think the the 76ers, to me, are the, the most interesting team in the NBA to watch. They've got a lot of cool, unique, young players with Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. J.J. Redick's still there. He's a great shooter. I mean, he's definitely aging uh, from an NBA perspective. But I'd like him to go somewhere else. Obviously, he's not going to go to Boston and follow Kyrie because that would be embarrassing. And Miami, Dwayne Wade, unfortunately, his knees just can't hold up. Don't go there. It would actually, you know, if, if he wants to win a championship right now and – I don't know how many years he has left. He obviously looks like he could play anywhere from three to ten years. I, he, I mean, it's such a wide scale. He's not slowing down. No, he not, he, he's, he's, he played he's every so well energized, and he plays more minutes than he ever has. I'd like to see, I'd, Honestly, I'd like to see him go play for the Rockets. That would, be, that would be a fun team to play for in the West, dethrone the Warriors before they even get to the championship. I know the Rockets were so close, and everybody said if Chris Paul did not get hurt, they would be in the championship, but nobody can guarantee that. I know he's a better player than Eric Gordon, but Eric Gordon is no slouch. Eric Gordon is a legit NBA guard who put up good points in any game that Chris Paul or James Harden did not play in. All I'm saying is I would like to see LeBron James take a uh, take a chance and go to a different team and play for the Rockets instead of the Lakers. I just I, I don't see anything there with the Lakers, and I hate... Yeah, I, I hate the Lakers yeah. as a potential location for LeBron, not because I'm a Cleveland fan, but because I, I just don't think uh, it's... Uh, I, I just don't think that it's it's going to be where he's going to dethrone the Warriors. I, I don't see it. Um, even with a second superstar... That's not a great team to get Kawhi. They really have to gut what they have, which yeah, I, I, I don't see it. Um, I'm Again, I'm trying to be impartial. It's very difficult. I think he signs another one-and-one with the Cavs and sees what happens next year. I know he's running out of years, but like we said, he just he hasn't slowed down. Yeah, I, uh, he's, he has anywhere between three and ten years, honestly. That's, that's how I feel. He could be that guy that plays into his 40s because he's so well-conditioned, and he's a freaking monster. Mm-hmm. He's, he's such an incredible athlete. But I know we're running out of time, so we're going to move on to other players. And Yeah, we're getting up against it, but let's, let's do a little uh, rapid fire here. Uh, Paul George, where does he end up? Paul jo- I'm going to go Paul George and Kawhi. They both end up in the Lakers. You know, they're going to be a 6 or 7 seed. They get bounced in the first round. Uh, Kawhi's been injured a lot of late. I know, obviously, all of last year. Paul George is... In my opinion, he's not a top 13 player, let's say. I think he's barely an all-star. He's a good player, but he's on the downslope as well. I say they both play for the Lakers, but end up uh, one of the bottom teams playing a Rockets or a Thunder, and they get bounced. Okay. Uh, let's see here. How about... 
DeMarcus Cousins. Unfortunately, to me, I think DeMarcus Cousins is a he's a he's a stat stuffer. He puts up so many good statistical numbers, but he I don't know if anybody saw the Pelicans did significantly better without him. They did good with him. They did so much better without him. And I don't think they would have fared any better in the playoffs had he been part of their team. As a result, I, I don't know where I think he would go, but I don't think he's going to go. He's going to go to a team that might be on the uptick, but I think this is going to be the Achilles heel. And I don't mean that as a, a pun against him. <laughs> not on purpose. Uh, not on purpose, yeah. So <laughs> I don't think whatever team he goes to, is gonna, it's going to matter. For some reason, the Mavericks are going so hard at centers. They're trying to get DeMarcus Cousins. They're trying to get DeAndre Jordan. I don't understand it. I really like... They went after DeAndre Jordan, Jordan a few years ago. ago too, yeah. yeah. And center is literally the worst position in basketball. Most irrelevant position yeah. if you cannot shoot the basketball. But like we've seen a couple of the centers nowadays kind of transform their game. And Dirk Nowitzki was kind of the beginner, at least in my opinion, of yeah. this. The guy, the seven-footer who can shoot outside. And mm-hmm. we saw this with Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins. They can shoot the frickin' basketball from 30 feet. And maybe they don't have the percentage like Clay Thompson and Steph Curry have, but they're freaking good. And you know what? Your your centers are going to have to step out on them. And but like you said, that you know they did better without Demarcus Cousins. Like I really, I, I I don't see the appeal. Like I just I get he's a good ball player, but yeah, he's kind of a he's kind of a cancer. I think for a team, he's kind of just like he's not going to get them to the next level where any team needs to be. He might add a few more wins to a team that's just garbage, like mm-hmm. the uh, Grizzlies were last year or the Hawks, mm-hmm. but he's he's not going to win them. No, he's not. He's not, he's not a, a he's playoff. Not a big, he's not a big win-loss yeah. factor guy. <clears throat> Your team's in the playoffs. He's not winning you games. No. no. Anyway. Pelicans had him in the playoffs. They wouldn't win any more games. Uh, a couple of, of players I just want to talk about real quick. How far has Jabari Parker fallen? I mean, he is almost irrelevant. It's his free agency, and he, I mean, nobody, nobody's talking about him. Nobody really, like. he's been injured. He was injured a lot last year, the year before. That's a big problem. Yeah. Obviously, we saw, you know, we're Ohio State fans here, so we saw what happened to Greg Oden, and mm-hmm. now he's back to assistant refereeing while going to classes at Ohio State basketball. And other than this past year, I mean, and even not really this year, Ohio State basketball has been irrelevant for a number of years since Evan Turner and Jared Sullinger left, so. He, he's, he's on that trajectory, which is not a good one. So I feel bad for him because he was a great player coming out of Duke. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it just happens. It's got to happen to somebody. I feel bad for him, too. He's, just, he's fallen so far, and he, he missed out on a big contract because he decided not to take a three-year deal. But he wanted to bet himself, and, and he lost. Um, a couple of others I thought were interesting. It's their uh, free agency years. Nerland's Noel. Yeah. He's... He's another one. He's a big guy for Philly. I know they were talking about trading him when they had him, and uh, yeah, he, yeah, they traded him to, to uh, the Maps, and he he didn't do anything. Yes, yeah, so he he's on the downtick as well. Isaiah Thomas. I think his career is coming to a, a screeching halt. Unfortunately, he had that great year with with Boston and flash in the pan. Yeah, you know who I think the biggest winner is. Is Carmelo Anthony? He gets to opt into almost a twenty-eight million dollar deal, and in my opinion, he's not even a top thirty NBA player. This guy is completely over the hill. He is not a he top defense for he years. He isn't a top. He is the fourth or fifth best player on that Thunder team. Mm-hmm. Man, what they would give to have Oladipo back. I know that wasn't necessarily part of that trade, but man, to yeah. keep Oladipo and have not had Carmelo Anthony, how much better do you think the Thunder could have been? I mean, yeah. 
just a, a very unfortunate circumstance. The Knicks really knew what was going on there. Yeah. They got rid of a just a player that was just, just yeah. He's, his trajectory is just not he's going down going down bad. Yeah, I, I I'm looking through these NBA free agents and man, there's just not a lot of people that really grab my attention. A lot of role players, a lot of people that were stars at some point. Uh, the one that could be interesting is if Chris Paul decides not to re-sign with the Rockets, but that seems, I mean, even that seems a little far-fetched, don't you think? Yeah, I'm not sure what their salary cap situation is, but if I have to, to, you know, figure out a way to get LeBron James and Chris Paul to stay, and I think Chris Paul, of all people, is going to be willing to take that pay cut, more so than LeBron, because I think Chris Paul wants a championship more than anybody who doesn't have one. Mm -hmm. And with James Harden... You don't necessarily, and if you get LeBron James, you don't need Clint Capella. You just play small, mm-hmm. and I think you'll be able to outplay the Warriors with those three three players, and then try to go resign a couple of good role players. Trevor Reza, I know, is a a free agent. So mm-hmm. now, <coughs> if uh, if Chris Paul doesn't get injured in what was that game five of the uh, West Finals, do you think they go to the NBA Finals? <coughs> it's easy to say that they would up three two. I uh, I would still take the Warriors. I mean, we did a few months ago when we mm-hmm. did the picks. Oh, yeah. Did you guys ever uh, play out your bet? I won. Kruk did not. He did not pay out. Well, we'll have to get <laughs> Kruk on the podcast maybe this weekend and see what's going on. But, true, I appreciate you coming on the podcast today. Uh, there's so much more. It, it's hard when we've been taking such a break because there's so much to talk about. And uh, I really want to keep going, but I think we got to wrap it up for the day. There's, there's always tomorrow. There's always tomorrow. Yep. Go Belgium. Screw the Cavs. Best of luck to Ricky Fowler in the uh, Quicken Loans Tournament. Hey, hold the line, listeners out there. We appreciate you. Uh, make sure that you uh, go ahead and hit that subscribe button on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Hold the Line Pod. And uh, we miss you. We're happy to be back, and uh, we'll see you either tomorrow or uh, next week. Have a good one. See ya.